The very last point in Parshas Vayigash is what takes place during the, when the famine in Mitzrayim, when all the food ran out and people didn't have what to eat. And so then they would come to try to purchase food from the government, from Yosef and Paro. But eventually all the money ran out and they didn't even have uh, money to purchase food anymore. So they came in front of Yosef and they, they begged that they could bring anything just to get food. And Yosef took their livestock and eventually he took their land, anything in order uh, to supply them with food. But the Pasuk mentions not only once, but it mentions twice that there was a special exception that Yosef made, and the exception was that the land of the priests of the Kohanim, and Kohanim here doesn't mean like Kohanim in the base of Mikdash, it means the Egyptian priests, Rashi says, that Yosef didn't take their land. They were very connected to the government, to Paro, and they were usually received a stipend from Paro, so he wouldn't take their land. They had a special privilege. He didn't take any land from the priests, and they were fed without their land being taken. And the question is, what exactly is the point of this idea that Yosef is giving special privileges to a Gaisha priest? Like, is, is the Gaisha priest really held in higher esteem in Yosef's eyes that he's so worthy and deserving of a privilege? So there's a very famous insight from Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky. Rav Yaakov says that what Yosef did in his respect for the privileges of the clergy, the privileges of the priests in Mitzrayim, set the tone for how Mitzrayim was going to treat the Jewish clergy in years to come. Even when power was going to be bad and he was going to enslave the Jewish people and oppress the Jewish people and force everyone into slavery, but he always let Shevet Levi not work. He always allowed special privileges for Shevet Levi. And that was very important to the survival of the Jewish people. Of the Jewish people. Shevet Levi was the holier people that kept the nation, the only nation that had bris milah, the only people that kept connect, the connection to the Rebodesh the future leaders of Klai Yisrael. It was Shevet Levi that kept us going down in the land of Mitzrayim in the darkest of times. It was Shevet Levi, the fact that they weren't slaves and they had ability to maintain a spiritual connection to Rebodesh that's what kept us going. Why was it that Mitzrayim gave us special privileges? It's almost as the deepest paradox. Pharaoh is willing to enslave everybody, but at the same time, he allows special exemptions for the clergy members of the Jewish people. The answer is, Rebbe says, that this was just entrenched into Egyptian culture. It was already ingrained in them from the times of Yosef that the clergy is exempt. The same way that Yosef had exempted the clergy members of Mitzrayim in the time of the famine from them taking their real estate, so to hear the Jewish clergy members, the Sheva Levi, they were exempt from the slavery the powers of Paro's oppression in years to come. That's the idea that Rebbe says. So the question is always how to understand such an idea. There are those who say, well, you know, Yosef had Ruach HaKodesh and it was all his orchestration. He knew that years later that, that, that the Shevet Levi had to, he had to make sure that they weren't going to be enslaved. So he Bedavka did something that really didn't make sense to him. It didn't make sense to him uh, that, that the, the Egyptian priest should be exempt. But he did it in order for that the, Jew, the Egyptians should reciprocate in years to come. But to a certain degree, that's manipulative. It's manipulative in the sense if Yosef doesn't believe in it, but he's doing just so that they'll act good to us in years to come, perhaps, but there's perhaps maybe a different way of looking at the insight from Rabbi Yaakov. The other way of looking at it is, is that what we always do is what we want someone to treat us. That's always the basic tenet of the Torah, the most basic lesson is, the way you would want to be treated, that's the way you treat other people. And these other people don't have to be somebody necessarily 
that you hold in the highest esteem necessarily. It's not that Yosef is being machshiv and giving importance and respecting the priest. That's not the point. The point is, if you were a foreigner in someone's land and you had your respected, your respected members of your clergy, how would you want them to be treated? And that's what Yosef was doing. If this was the, the, the locals, the land that he felt, they deserved his respect. Whether or not he agreed with their Avodah Zarah, he didn't agree with their Avodah Zarah, but there was an element of human respect that Yosef felt and the way that was the right way to treat the Egyptian priest because that was the right thing to do. The fact that we were repaid with it years later was just the manifestation of good that came because Yosef had respected the, Jew, the Egyptian priest. It wasn't a manipulative move from Yosef. It was just the reality of what made sense to him. This was the correct idea. The schar, the reward, is that it always comes back. When you treat people with respect, the way that you would want them to treat you, and ultimately they will treat you that way. And that's the ultimate lesson. How do we make sure that we're treated right? Not in a manipulative way to make sure everything's fine for us, but we go through life trying to give respect to the other people. When that happens, other people will end up respecting us as well.